With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where pointing to your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crap with another BB and throw some shrimp on the Barbie. Welcome to Australia. It's sexy time. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Kelly Wilbar. And I'm Joel. And that's it for this week. It's just us two. We are down the third co-host this week, but that's fine. We'll get through it, Joel, as we always do. Uh, as always. We put a note out there, but nobody mm, was biting. No. Which you put the wrong bait on the hook. You need to get a better bait. Mm. Change the bait up or a different lure. I don't know. That's a fishing reference for anyone out there who wasn't getting that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not enough bait for them? I don't know. Or a lure? I don't know. I haven't been fishing in a long while, so... Maybe you're a better masturbator than me. Mm. There's actually a fishing shop in Sydney. It's called Master Baits. <laughs> it's a classic. That's name. funny. Yeah. And their ads play with your tackle at Master Baits. Actually, I don't think they say that, but I should go send them a letter and go, here, here's a good tagline for your shop. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, uh, well, anyway, how's your week been, Joel? getting ready to go to Gen Con, I guess? Yeah, it's been um, hectic, to say the least, I guess, is, is the, the nice way of saying it. Um, I took yesterday off to get a bunch of stuff done around the house in preparation. Uh, the dogs are going to stay with a friend, and the bunnies and the fish are being manned by um, a brother of a girlfriend of a nephew. So I've been trying to get everything ready for that. Plus, you know, got to get all the stuff done around the house that I won't be able to do next weekend. And uh, so it's made it busy, but it's going to be a good time. I know the last couple of years have been, well, nice to kind of not have any responsibilities for a while. Uh, plus, every morning when you get up, you go down to an awesome breakfast bar at the hotel, which is nice. I don't usually eat breakfast, but I can't pass up a free meal. Yeah. And it kind of validates everything, too, because when you get there and you're doing the show, and I mean, granted, there's... I don't know how many thousands of people wandering the halls that are there for the con, but you start doing your show and all of a sudden all these people are gathered around and it gives you a chance to kind of promote uh, not only this show, but the other shows and um, to meet people and meet some of the people that are actually listeners um, and just be entertaining. You know, it's, it's a good time. So will you be able to promote the podcast collective this year? I'm hoping so. I'm hoping that uh, Mike usually does. I'm the, the tech guy, so I run the sounds and the music, and I add color commentation, which is pretty standard for my <laughs> my cup of tea. So you're the, Don, um, the Donatello, right? Right. Um, and Mike, Mike and Pat were always the the front men with, and then with Josh, they would rotate. But Pat's not going to be able to come this year, so Mike and Josh, and then Josh's wife Sarah, who was helping out last year, being a she's one of the uh, the hosts, and then we have a friend of ours from college that's coming up that's going to be helping out with uh, background stuff. So it'll be a little bit little different mix than last year, but it should still be a good time. For whatever reason, when I get in front of a crowd like that, um, I don't know if it's just years of anxiety have finally built up, but I get a little nervous, and it, 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 it's been notoriously bad when I've tried to, <laughs> tried to do what they do. Yeah, I can imagine I'd be the same too. Like, I'm, I'm good here, sitting in, in this room, in front of a computer screen with a microphone. The only audience I have is two cats, but yeah, I wonder how I'd go in front of a large crowd. Uh, I mean, when I'm behind the stand and I've got the, the laptop set up and I'm doing the sounds and stuff, and all of a sudden I'll throw in this one comment here and there, and it gets a laugh. I mean, that always works well, but, um, you know, after just doing theater since I was six, you'd think it'd be a little bit easier, but something about the crowds anymore uh, just 
I get all red faced and kind of lose my thought process. It's kind of it's kind of sad actually. Yeah, but yeah. it's a good time. I mean, it gives us a chance to to get out there and and just kind of go be nerds because it's just thousands and thousands of nerds everywhere. Um, so I get to hang out with the Doctor Doctor Who crowd and get to um, see what's going on there and. It's it's a good time. I highly recommend if uh, anybody's in Indianapolis, go check it out. Yeah. So what's just the weekend it's on for? Like Friday through to Sunday, is it? Uh, we're going up Wednesday. We'll be there Wednesday night. Um, they have a big dinner for all the uh, entertainers and stuff. And then it kicks off Thursday morning and runs until Sunday. Entertainers. Yes. I saw your, <laughs> your post the other, the other day. I think it was from, you know, the... Facebook memory thing that was your last year's um, badge. I'm yeah. an entertainer, am I? <laughs> it, it blew my mind when we got there. The, f- the first year that we took over Instant Game Show from the guy that was originally running it, that's a friend of ours. Um, and, you know, we get free badges for all of us, which those aren't cheap, plus free hotel room for each of us. Um, I saw it and I was like, entertainer. And I felt kind of like, you know, kind of like I said before, it validates everything you do. Um, when you, people are actually wanting you to be there and basically paying you to be there, even though they're not actually giving you money, but no. I mean, the hotel and the badges alone are are a, a non-transferable cash value. Yeah. Well, that's cash you would have spent if you were going on your own, anyway. You know, sort of. Exactly. And and that makes it that much sweeter when you go down in the morning and you load up on eggs and bacon and hash browns because uh, in crumpets. Like, hey. <laughs> they got any crumpets? I, you know, I don't know. The last year, I didn't know what the hell crumpets were. So <laughs> you'll have to. Get I know back they had. I'll have to look. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, that'd be funny if they did. I doubt they will, but you'll have to take a photo if they do. Oh, definitely. I know. Last year, they had a, a like a bread section, so they had different kinds of bread for toast, and they had English muffins and bagels. But like I said, I didn't know what a crumpet looked like so this year i'm going to be on the lookout well you should buy some just a couple of packs and throw it in there (laughs) i brought my own Uh, do they have have vegemite though that's the that's the the million dollar question any vegemite i don't think that anybody would submit themselves to that Uh, that's not true that's not true once you learn Um, how to use vegemite properly it's nice We've taught people on this show how to uh, use Vegemite. Very light. Responsibly. Respect the Vegemite. That's what it is. Respect your might. Well, you'd think with the amount of of people that are coming from all over. I mean, one of the the other entertainers that that Mike has known for years comes every year from Australia just just to be there to to put on shows for the whole week. So they might have to look. But I'm pretty sure if they didn't have it, and if he's a true Australian, he's got a jar of Vegemite with him anyway. You're not true Aussie if you don't carry Vegemite in your in your uh, luggage to America. And a pocket drop bear. Yeah, that's you know. <laughs> and a knife. No, that's not a knife. Now that's a knife. <laughs> in case you get attacked in a, a dark alley. Yeah. Give me your wallet. <laughs> Nick, he's got a knife. <laughs> and a pocket drop bear. So, be a yeah. good time. I'm yeah, looking, forward, I'm looking to forward to hearing all the story from it. Uh, you know, when news uh, record the uh, the next forty going on fourteen afterwards. So, it's a shame Pat can't be there. So, but anyway, you know how it is. Sometimes you just you can't make it happen. Ah, mm. uh, well, it's never the same without Pat. Like the last forty going on fourteen, I listened to no Pat. It was just that little piece missing. You know, but at least. <laughs> You seem to be uh, getting less shit put on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, between Pat and I, well, all of us have our own little brands of shit that we get put on us um, throughout the show. But that is true. And and it's it's like that with any show. I mean, it's even here when whenever we add that third person. Yeah, it depends. Uh, it's yeah. Dynamic changes every time. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the fun of it. I mean... And people out there got to understand, you know, it's all in good fun. Like back in the old days of the awful show, when you, Mike used to rip into you, and everyone thought Mike hated you. No, 
which is Mike's way of showing love towards you. <laughs> it was Keys that hated me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, he's hated everyone. Right. He he barely put up with me in those later, you know, the last episodes when I was always calling in for the games and that. Anyway, that's fine. Hey, personalities don't get, you know, certain people don't like other people, but either way. And some people are wrong. Man, I'm a, it's like, good to, yeah, but it's good to see Keys you. back out there doing his uh, YouTube videos. Been enjoying yeah, them. Have, you check some of them out? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a subscriber, you know. No hard feelings for keys at all. I, I know what the guys like. That's fine. But, yeah, been enjoying it. And it's, I think it's perfect for keys. That's exactly what keys was like on the Awful Show. So. Yeah. Well, I know we talked about this briefly before the show started, but just because I want the rest of the people to know, I mean, how did Donna like uh, hanging out with us last week? She enjoyed it. She was a bit put off. It was hard for her, as I said, to try to explain to her, it was hard for me when I first started podcasting, but just sitting in a room with a microphone in front of you with uh, headphones on and having a voice in your ear and not face-to-face with that person, yeah, it put her off. She was, that's why she was a bit put off a little. So, But yeah, she enjoyed it. And as I was giving a shit about last week, it's like, talk, talk, you talk, you you know, you never stop talking here, but now you've got the microphone in front of you. <laughs> As I was telling you before the show, you know, I haven't seen her all week because she's on placement and uh, for her university stuff, and she doesn't get home till midnight, 11.30 midnight, so I'm already in bed. and um, So I didn't get to see her face-to-face till yesterday, and uh, as soon as she got up out of bed, because I was up early, because I, I get up early anyway because I go to bed early because she's not here and I might as well just go to bed. And uh, So she, she got up about 9-ish, what at 9.30, and it was straight away, just wouldn't stop talking. I've got to tell you about this, tell you about this. I'm like, that's good. And she goes, sorry, I'm talking too much. I said, that's fine. We can't, you know, and she goes, I haven't seen you all week. I just need to talk, talk. And then she'd stop talking, and I'll go to tell her about what happened in my week, and she'd start talking over the top of me. She goes, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm like, that's fine. Go. Get it out. You need to tell me. So she, well, as a part of the story of that is she's better talking to someone face-to-face, which I was thought, used to be good at but now I can do it because doing it so long over this microphone and this computer but yeah so yeah she she had a lot to unload on about her job and well her placement so she's not getting paid for it it's all part of her university degree for her nursing but yeah what she's told me is boring so but as the a guy and that's training her says oh uh, yeah afternoons and, and late nights at in the the center is uh, a bit slower than what it is in the morning, so I'm pretty sure I can say it. she's actually working in a mental health department in a hospital. So yeah, so she got told yeah it's boring at this time of the night. It's, you know later in the night it's boring. It's everything happens early in the morning. So I think she had mentioned that last week actually yeah. that she was working at a mental health yeah, facility. Yeah. yeah, she is. She wanted to get in mental health. That was her plan. Once she gets her uh, degree and. She goes, I'm going to go work. She wants to work in mental health. Um, she's had mental health issues herself. I'm not saying that out of uh, turn because it's pretty obvious. I've talked about her being <laughs> right. a bit. But yeah, and she wants to work in there because she understands. So she wants to go work somewhere where she can understand, you know, have uh, sympathy and um, for the patients and understands, you know, doesn't want to treat them like just a piece of shit. She knows what it's like to be one of the patients, so... And she's turned around to me now. She goes, I don't know if I want to work in there. It's too boring. I need stuff to do. <laughs> so, we'll Squirrel. See. Yeah, where she, we'll see where she goes. I just, kept, I just kept telling her, look, stop thinking too far ahead. Get your placement done. She's on it for eight weeks. Like, that's the first week. She's got seven more weeks to do of it. And uh, I said to her, look, stop thinking too far ahead with what you want to do. Complete the course and see what you want to do. She's already been offered... Um, the trainer who was training me when I was actually doing my um, aged care, when I was trying to be an aged care nurse back a few years ago, this guy John, contacted her and says, I want you to become a trainer. Once you complete your um, or your uni, I want you to come work with me to be a trainer. And she goes, wow. yes, this guy's really good. John's good. He was great with me. And, and Donna's like, yeah, I want to be a trainer eventually. She goes, but I want to at least work one year as an RN and then go into training. So... I said, look, that's fine. Tell John that. Just, you know, 
Work out what you want to do, but stop thinking too far ahead. Get it completed. Stop worrying about, like, you know, where I'm going to be in five years. Stuff that shit. Just work out where you want to be now. Get get the job done, like, get the uni done. Concentrate on that. Don't get too uh, overwhelmed with where am I going to be, what am I going to do. Just complete what you need to complete at the moment. And, yeah, so... But yeah. Well, that's good that she's thinking of having that that experience under her belt because then people will take her a bit more yeah. legitimately if she but, been in the field. But John wants her because John's sort of the bloke. He he goes, I like practical people, not theoretical people, not someone that could recite the you know everything out of the textbook. I want someone who's actually practically good, which Donner is. So, and that's why it was it was such a help to me because he knew I wasn't really good at the paperwork, like the the theory part. But I knew what it is. But and I said, Donna, I'm a I'm a practical learner, not a theoretical learner. It was the same when I was doing my cabinet making apprenticeship. I do the practical fine. What always got me hung up was the theoretic, like doing the theory in in the theory rooms and writing out the tests and doing tech drawings and all that. You put me in the factory and and do the job. I learn by doing the job. So, which I've had to do this week. Uh oh. Uh my good friend Richie, we all know about <laughs> Richie. On Monday, I go in, on Mondays. When I go in on Monday, it's I've got to put away the boxes that have been sprayed. They come out of the spray booth and they get stacked up, and I've got to get them put away in onto trolleys, ready for when the order comes in. So I usually, and that's over at Richie's section. So I'm doing that with Richie on Monday. And next thing, oh, I'm sick, Graham. Oh, I don't feel well. Like, okay, mate. You know, I don't know how much longer I can stay here. I'm, and he just kept going. I'm like, if you're sick, go home. Right. He, he had to complete a job that was going out. I said, look, just get what you need done and then go home. He said, yeah, all right, Grant, I'll do that. So he's, he's doing that and then he he's um, halfway through the last box he had to do. And uh, he's going, I've got, I've got to go home now, mate. I said, fine, go home. Go tell Fu and just go home. All right. So I finish off the box. Anyway, he hasn't been in all week. Jeez. Mm. Now, uh, I told him, like, if you're sick, don't come in tomorrow, like on Tuesday. You know, he didn't. And then 5.30 on Wednesday morning, his uh, mother rings up the boss. 5.30 a.m. That's before the boss wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> Richie's not coming in today. And, uh, oh, okay. So, yeah, I heard about it from Fu, and then, <laughs> then the boss... I think I just said his name. I always I'm not going to say. Yeah, it's John. Um, so yeah, so I've had to go over and work over in Richie's section doing the trimming, plastic lining boxes, trimming, you know, putting the um, the fabric inside it, that sort of work. Um, so I'm over there sorting stuff out with John, and next thing his phone rings, and it's uh, Richie's mother. Oh, Richie's really sick. He's had to go for blood tests. He's got this bad virus, and blah blah blah. And John goes, "All right, tell him not to come back to Monday then." John's like that's easier than having these calls at all hours. Yeah, but it was like, and John hangs up the phone and goes, "Yeah, it's, it's Richie's once a year, one week off." So, <laughs> is this a, is this a standing thing? Yes. So, but all that may, meant was more extra work for me because I was over there in the in the trimming section, putting all the um the linings in and that. So, so yeah, and uh. Yeah, there was this one box, the Grecian, and I should have posted the photo of it. Uh, it's a it's a fancier box. It's got a hinge lid that opens up, but inside the lid, you've got all your fancy um, trim and all that. But around the outside, where you use this like little fabric to cover up where you've stapled the other, it was all just um, fraying and it was just terrible. John goes, "Did you see this?" I'm like, "No, I, I didn't. I was fixing up everything else, mate. You know what you wanted." And he goes, "Can we replace that?" And I said, "Yeah." Let's let's see what we got. So we went and found some very fancy fabric to put around it. So I put it on, and it took me a little while because I'm not I'm not that good with fabric stuff, you know. I'm don't say this, but I'm not a woman. But you know, it's not my thing. I'm good with tools and and timber and that. But yeah, so right. I'm doing it. I'm going to myself. Don't lose my don't lose my cool because I could easily lose my cool if something wasn't working right. So I'm working away and in a condition that well, usually you do it with the lid not on the box like laid down flat I'm doing it while it's still on the box so I did it all got it all done took me a little while and then 
John come down. I said, John, you see, see, it looks good. It looks better than what it was. He goes, yeah, that looks great. I don't know why we don't do it that way and blah, blah, blah. I said, yeah, it took me a while. I never lost my cool. He goes, yeah, if it was me, I would have just kicked the box over. <laughs> he goes, I'd I said, yeah, I'm pretty much like that too, but I had to keep my calm. <laughs> so I trimmed up nice and did that. And so, yeah, that was, that was one thing that John's going, right, well, when Richie comes in on Monday, I'm going to rip it into him about it. And then uh, the following day, uh, trying to work away, and uh, John calls me up in the office. He goes, you've got to quickly replace three boxes over at this company. The handles are falling off because they've been screwed in too tight. Oh, God. So, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So I had to go and check check the handles on, on the boxes, and we only had two in stock ready to go, and I had to, well, I had to rush and trim the third one and put the handles on, so... Had to replace that, <laughs> and John goes. There's the second thing I'm going to rip in, rip it into him about. So, Richie's coming back on Monday, and he's he's in for a hell of a time because he's got a bunch of boxes he's got to finish that we need, and John's going to rip the shit out of him for not doing his job right. <laughs> so now, I mean, we've established that he's a bit incompetent, but a bit <laughs> is he. Is he like a really young kid that his mom's calling in for him when he's not able to come in? He's older than me. Gotcha. Right. He's way older than me. Interesting. All right. No, I'm not way. By about five years older. So now he's uh yeah. I, I when I first worked there, I got told yeah just watch out for him. He's a bit special. And over the years, I've just learnt more and more. So yeah, it's yeah, it's really it's funny on one hand, and it's fucking annoying on the other so so he likes them biscuits and mustard and mm-hmm. yeah he's a special kind of special so. <laughs> but yeah uh, oh he's good at um like he, he, the stories he tells you you can't believe him like my mate tells me he goes don't believe a word he says and, and the best part is when i tell him something that happened to me later on that afternoon he'll tell me a story that it was the exact same story i just told him what happened to me that's how special he is. He doesn't even realize he's repeating a story back to the person that told him that story. Wow. So I'm surprised he hasn't told me he's fallen downstairs and broke his neck yet, but he hasn't yet. So, but yeah, it's, it is frustrating, trust me. So I said to food the other day, oh, good, he won't be here to annoy us. And then all that shit went down. I said, he's not even here. He's still annoying us. <laughs> uh, so. Well, I mean, I'm glad that he's still got his job, but that's... Yeah, well... That's crappy. I think it's just out of um, <laughs> sympathy or... <laughs> I don't know. He honestly shouldn't have the job, but it's just probably easier to keep him on and instead of trying to get someone else in there and retrain him. And, right. I don't know. But as I said, it's more expensive. Yeah, we're probably. a small company. Like, there's only five or six of us working there. And that. Well, at the moment, what, there's three out on the factory floor and one in the spray booth because my mate's overseas. He... He's still got one week left on his holidays, his eight-week holidays, lucky bastard. He's in Ibiza right now, doing all the dance music stuff. So he, he's got one week left before he comes back. And then I've, I've got three weeks, and I get two weeks off, thankfully. So, nice. Yeah. I haven't had time off since uh, any holiday holidays uh, since Christmas, really. So, I mean, I've had... I was going to say, your time has been sick time. Yeah, sick time or, or the long weekends, Easter. And whatever, you know, three-day long weekend that's happened, the Queen's birthday weekend, what else? It was Anzac Day. So, yeah. Wait, wait. Hold on. Back the truck up. You guys take time off for the Queen's birthday? Yes, we talked about this. I I thought that I remembered that being discussed, but yep. it still blows my mind, I guess. I don't so, know. In June. It's not actually when the Queen's birthday is, but yes, we have the Queen's birthday long weekend. And we're talking about it. That's when we used to be able to have fireworks. Not anymore. But, yeah. So that's in June sometime. We get a, a day off on the Monday for the Queen's birthday. So Our next public holiday will be Labor Day, which is in October. So so did did they ever elect an official? Yeah, Malcolm Turnbull. He got in just. The Barely? Guy, yeah. Just he got enough, like enough, to get the majority in the um in the parliament without having to use um independence. So yes, he's back. He's the one that was prime minister before, who actually right. stole the prime ministership off Tony Abbott when they had a uh in in their party 
they voted um, was it Tony Abbott out and put Malcolm Turnbull as the head of the um, Liberal Party. So because Liberal, we don't actually vote for the person; we vote for the party. So if Liberal Party's the you know in charge of the country, they can just change the leader if they want. So just like at but, the drop of a well, not the have, drop of a hat, well, literally, but yes, they have to vote in the party, like in the. They had it happen years ago. We had um, Kevin Rudd out, got ousted by um, our first female Prime Minister, Julia Gillard. And then she went to the, to the polls, to the voting, and was um, didn't quite get the majority, but she used um, independence to give them her vote, to give them a vote, so she was the like, leader of the country. And then, what was it, a year later, Kevin Rudd ousted her again. As the leader of the Labor Party, so yeah. So basically, if you're in that party, you have to toe that party line, or yep. you're in trouble. Yep, pretty much. So we need Hamish back on. He he knows better about all this politics. <laughs> than me. Yeah, I keep I I been have used to talk to him like on a regular basis, and he kind of dropped off a bit. I'll see if he come back on at some point, but that's another topic. But it's it's not like I don't pay attention to this stuff, but I try not to pay too much attention because it'll do your head in. It's like. Fuck that. It, right. I, I'd just rather just keep getting up and going to work. It's not going to, whoever's in charge is not going to change anything for me. I'm still got to get up every morning, go to work, come home. You know, my taxes stay the same or go up either way. Both parties will just do the same. So I'm just, I just roll with it. I mean, I'm, I'm more a Labor supporter than a Liberal supporter, but. Eh. So, yeah. Understandable. So, um, uh, I just finished watching, and I don't know if you've got it there on on your streaming sites or not. But uh, just finished watching Stranger Things last night. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about or seen or had any interest in that yet? Oh no, I haven't heard about it. It's not like it's always on my Facebook feed. <laughs> I was going to say you'd have to be dead to not have heard about it. Um, yes, well, uh, yes, I've heard about it. I heard about it for a little while. I'm like, uh, we'll see. I actually have the first season downloaded. I have not watched it yet. I mean, it's it's eight episodes. They're about 45 to 50 minutes each, depending on the episode. And we were talking about this on the show. Um, we recorded our extra show last night. We were talking about trying to figure out a way to do a, a Stranger Things show. And um, it, it kind of comes down to being somewhere between, like, The Goonies meets The X-Files and E.T. meets Fringe. Okay. I was going to ask you to explain what it is. Because I don't know it, the, the 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 backstory to the show. I just saw everyone talking about it, and it's usually people who people talking about it are people that usually watch shows I like. So I'm like, I'll give in. I'll I'll go find it because you know why not? But I had to find a new uh, place to obtain it because Kickass Torrents are gone. Yep. So I just went to the bay that the pirates live in. Arr. And uh, yeah, it was there. Got it, and it worked, and it downloaded. So yeah, I've got the season one i haven't had a chance to watch it yet i might start this afternoon but yeah it's um i mean it's a it's a little hard well without giving away too much it's a little hard to explain the the premise because part of the the fun of it is seeing how things play out but it's all the things that you loved about 80s films and television all kind of jammed somehow into one series and it and it all makes sense like the feel of it the the uh the music the intro the uh the characters and it even takes place in the 80s so you know everything about it is very um nostalgia driven but at the same time it's it's something new and it it's really really well done oh, cool well I look so, forward to it, so. if you like the x-files yes. then you, you'll dig it for well. sure that's what I heard too. Someone mentioned if you like the X Files, you'd like it. So, and you know I love the X Files. So, yeah, I, I think you'll enjoy. It. We'll have to talk about it after you've seen it because I don't want to yep. give any spoilers away. But what they killed the shit out of Rita, do they? Oh damn it! <laughs> That's one spoiler down. Um, and I don't know if we talked about this or not, but I, I know that. I, did you ever watch Zombies? Finally, no. Oh, you watched it before me, didn't you? What was it? Zombies. Zombies? No, I haven't watched that. Is that a zombie movie or a zombie show? Yeah, it's a it's a, it's an asylum 
original film about uh, a zoo that gets overtaken by zombie animals. Oh no. I'm not and, uh, I'm not the zombie sort of guy. I mean I don't watch Walking Dead or any of that. But there's a certain bear <laughs> No, don't tell me. Involved. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Several of them. I think I've heard of, I think I heard about it. And I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, Jeff's posted pictures from uh the the scene, the in- infamous scene. Um well and, and if that's not enough, there if you've ever wanted to see two giraffes pull them pull apart a man by his arms, then uh, this this will satisfy that need you've had for the, your entire life. It's terrible, but, you know, it's in the vein of, like, Sharknado and Lava Lantula and uh, the Shark Exorcist, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. It's, com- it's completely stupid, but at the same time, f- f- pretty damn entertaining. Well, speaking of Sharknado, the fourth. Tomorrow. Today. Well, today for you, tomorrow for me. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's going to be on Foxtel, our pay TV service here. I don't have it, so I can't watch it. But, yeah, I haven't watched any of them yet. Keep saying, I'll go get, you know, I spoke to Donna about it. Have you seen them? She goes, yeah, it's, it's shit, but it's good. I'm like, <laughs> no, you know, the way she was saying it, I'm like, yeah, I know what they are. But, yeah, what's it called? Uh, welcome to, no, some, I know it's the fourth. Sharknado, the fourth awakens. The fourth, yeah, they use this, yeah. Fourth Awakens. Well, because at the end of the third one, um, there's a scene where they're out in space, and uh, they're the sharks of the Sharknado have somehow ended up in space. So I have a feeling that's kind of where they're headed for this and the whole theme. But uh, you know, the first one was establishing things on the coast with the Sharknado hitting, and then the second one takes place in New York, where the Sharknado starts again, and the third one takes place in Washington. Uh, where the Sharknado again happens, so now they're taking it, <laughs> taking it off world. I think I don't know. Yeah, I haven't I've heard, read anything about it. I've heard they're going to do it in space, but there's one country in the world they should be doing it in. The land down under with all the sharks. But then that would make too much sense. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? Oh yeah, we can't make sense in this movie, can we? It's got to be. Nah, wouldn't you love to see sharks bite down the Harbour Bridge? Tear the Harbour Bridge apart, tear the Opera House apart. Well, with the power of a tornado behind it, it's, it's entirely plausible. And yeah. I mean, any film where they're dropping bombs out of helicopters to dismantle the uh, the Sharknado, I mean, that's quality entertainment. They can have sharks in the middle of Australia, you know, at Uluru, you know, in the desert. Which would make sense. I'd watch they, it. Yeah, well, there you go. That wouldn't make sense, but there you go. There's no water out there. Well, they just start flying down and... There we go. There's the next, there's the next one. I'm trying to think of a, a way to tie that in, but uh, pitch that to the asylum. Jeff, if you're listening, there you go. There's another idea to pitch for us. Mm-hmm. Sharknado 5, The Land Down Under... That's not clever, but they'll think of something. I mean, the, the third one is called Sharknado 3. Oh, hell no. So, you know. Sharknado 5. You come to my country. There you go. Done. They're, they're, they're just stupid fun. I mean, I own the first three, and, and last year I got a lot of flack because I watched the first two back-to-back and the third one immediately after finishing the second one. And people are like, are you a glutton for punishment? And I don't have time to do that this year to watch all three and then the fourth mm-hmm. one at the end of it. But... um I, I got to try to at least watch the third one. So I know what's going to happen. I mean, I got to be prepared for the fourth one. Right. I'm thinking if they do it down under, you got to have Mick Taylor in it. Dude. With the, his big knife. He starts slicing up fucking sharks. That would be nice. I mean, they, they tend to get the B and Z grade celebrities. Like this one has a, uh, David Hasselhoff is playing Finn's father. father. Finn is the main character played by Ian Ziering. Um, the last it. one had uh, Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray and Ann Coulter, who's you know Republican uh, speaker person. I don't know what you want to call her. Um, Al Roker was was in I think the first one with uh, the other guy that's on the news there with the the thinning hairline. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. They always get these just kind of weird people involved. Um, Frankie Munoz was in the last one from Malcolm in the Middle. And uh, he was kind of a badass. Yeah, well, get Mick Taylor and Paul Hogan as well. 
So Mick See, Taylor, I would watch that. Mick Taylor pulls out the knife and slices the shark open, and then uh, there's a crocodile under. That's not a knife. And he pulls out a big, quick and... Yeah. Or if there's a shark, a shark, or I'm sorry, a a, a crocodile in the Sharknado. Yeah, that'd be perfect. So they have to call Paul Hogan in. But, um, or a barrel money because barrel money a bloody big fish. There you go. See, it writes itself. We better get writer credits on this. <laughs> I don't know if you want that. <laughs> well, I mean, then you look at something like Lavalanchula, where, um, I, I want to say five of the cast members are all from the original Police Academy series of films. And so it was basically a Police Academy reunion, but none of them were playing the characters from Police Academy. And it had Ralph Garman in it as well. Ralph, was he? Yeah. He was in Love and Yeah. He does the podcast with Kevin Smith, Hollywood Babylon. He's on K-Rock in LA on the radio, but he does the podcast with Kevin Smith, Hollywood Babylon. So I'm looking this up. Yes. Because I don't remember who he was in that. He was also in Red State. Oh, he was the one that didn't right. speak in Red State. He's also in uh, Yoga Hoses. He was in, um, what was the other movie? Um, Tusk? He was in Tusk. Sorry, I'm a big Ralph Garman fan. He's, he does voices oh. and shit. So well, looking matter. at this, I remember him now. He was the, the, the pirate who was driving the, who, well, who drove Steve Gutenberg around briefly in his car. He was dressed up like a pirate. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's it's funny, but that one was fun. Plus, Finn was in it from Sharknado, which I think that came to light on this show. I didn't realize he was on there or involved. Yeah. Well. Oh, well. Just this drop in movie. When's that going to drop? Zing. I've talked to Jeff about that one. I know he's got a lot in his plate with I some know. projects. It, the joke was, when's the drop movie going to drop? Oh, so boom, bad man, Joel so joke. Nice. Bad Joel joke, that one. Pull pen, walk away. Mm. I would have missed it. Somebody else would have been here. They would have caught it, probably. <laughs> so. You know, I was thinking about Donna and and kind of being put off by everything, and I, I didn't think about it because it's been so long since you know we've been doing this. But I would think it would be like talking on the phone, kind of. I mean, granted, you got a mic and a headset on, but it's the same concept. Yeah. Oh, I I would assume so too, but it's a bit different. And she knows how much it means to me this podcasting stuff, and I think she's a little worried to not you know, mess up or anything. I, oh, you heard me say every you know, keep talking, talk, just speak. But yeah, I guess it's a different concept when you don't actually have the phone up against your ear, like holding a phone to your ear. Right. When you just got, you know, she had the full ear, the headphones on. I use earbuds when I'm doing this, but yeah. So, I don't know. She was a little put off to start with, but yeah. I thought she did really well. I mean, especially considering first time out. I mean, granted, some of the conversation beforehand was a bit more natural. Yeah, because I I think once you know that that recording has been <laughs> pressed, you kind of yeah things goes, change for the better or worse. I try to explain it, especially on this show. Who cares? Yeah, just talk. So I try to explain it. Just it, the show will go anywhere. Just talk. You know, make a comment. You know, go with the flow. But, yeah, I reckon next time we get her on, she'll be better. So the problem oh, yeah. the problem with me was is I had to ha- hold my microphone in my hand. Because I don't have a stand for the other microphone, so because the, the little bracket broke on it, so I can't set it up on a stand or anything. So I'm I'm hand holding the microphone, and I give her this microphone I'm using now with the you know the mic stand, so it's easier for her. So I think that was the other thing. She was virtually just sitting in the chair and and talking, where it just that might have put her off. Where it's just sitting in a chair talking with headphones on and a microphone in front of her. Where I don't know. No, she wasn't too upset about it. I'm like, that's cool, you know. Now, did she or would she or has she listened to it after the fact? Nope. No to all. Do you think? No, she won't listen to it. I wasn't sure. I don't. She's one of those people that would be curious about it. I hate listening back to myself, too. So. But, yeah, she was fine with it. 
So, but as I said, she can talk, and that's why I was hoping she'd just get on and talk and, and not so much ramble, but you know, start talking about something to give us some content, and we can bounce off her. And, uh, right, keep it moving. Yeah, well, that's fine. She's the funny thing is she sits in here usually, like she'll pop in every now and then, and hears me talking. She only hears the one-sided conversation, so she doesn't. She didn't really understand. I think how you know, she knew how it worked, but it was a bit different once she actually put the headphones on and had an actual microphone to herself instead of just popping her head over here and just saying hello and not hearing a response back. So, I think it was the American accent. Yeah, yeah, your sexy American accent put her off. <laughs> threw her off. That that Midwestern thing that I've got going on, or the the uh, the Northern Illinois thing now that I'm starting to get after talking on the phone all day long, listening to all these other people around me from Wisconsin and Illinois and various Northern states around here, it's rubbing off on me. Oh, yeah, buddy, rubbing off, rubbing it off. Now. We don't have any voicemails. We don't no. have any emails. But, I, but if somebody I, wanted to send us one. Yes. I, I always, I, after I do the show, I always remember, I don't mention this. I don't mention the fact you can actually call us. And you know how you can call us? You call this number, 661-434-5956. That's 661-434-KWJO. Or email us at coffinjocast at gmail.com. And there's another easier, very easy way. You have a voice recording app on your phone. Record your voice. Record that little voicemail for us. You can take as many takes as you like. You record it that way. When you're happy with it, email us to coffinjocast at gmail.com. So, get in contact. And we have a Facebook page. We have all that stuff. And we're also part of this thing called the Podcast Collective. Where... We have our friends. Think, now it's not going to load. You, I've got it up if you need it. I had it up. Now my computer went. Now here we go. So you can find shows like the guy, the guy that started the podcast collective and his show, Justin and Jody at the Bad Parenting Podcast on the Block. No hope for humanity. Of course, us the Coffin Joe Cast, Joel's other show, the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour. And Joel's other show, 40 Going On 14, with Mike, Pat and Josh. Dating Baggage, with uh, Chris and Chrissy. Uh, of course, who can forget this man? The Internet, with Scott the Pool Boy. I Am Salt Lake, with Chris. Also, we have Mint in Boxcast, Tales from the Hard Side with Izzy Rock. And the two latest shows to be added to the network, you have The Dog and Juice Show, and The Red Dad Radio Hour. So... Go check out the podcastcollective.com. And, uh, you know, we, d- we don't mention it very often because it's, it's, it's basically just our show being fed into the site. But we also have our own site at coffinjocast.com. That's exactly which, right. Uh, which was set up. If you're just looking for the episodes. Yes. Thank you to well, Justin for that. Justin's a good man. Did you hear he just did the um, best of for the Mediocre show? Two parts. No. Oh. That happened already? I, I, yeah, just, uh, yep. Well, they've, yeah. They've already, uh, the latest Mediocre show is the latest new Mediocre show with Frank and Eric. But yeah, the two shows beforehand was the best of that Justin put together. And he put that together while he was moving houses. Yep. Cleaning up uh, the old house, getting rid of, you know, getting stuff done there and handing the keys back, plus moving into the new house, plus him doing his job on the road and... Justin's been a busy boy, but yeah, we can't thank Justin enough. He's such a good dude, you know. He helps us out here, he helps out Mediocre, he set up this podcast collective. Such a great bloke. So. Well, you know what, uh, speaking of uh, the Mediocre show, their last epi- or the last episode of their YouTube Frank and Eric Eat Stuff, mm-hmm. um, they were eating the mac and Burger cheese. King. Oh, Burger King mac and cheese things, was it? Whatever. Yeah. And um, the last time, and this is probably why I haven't been back to Burger King or, or may not be back anytime soon, but the last time I went there and got a, a Whopper with cheese, which used to be like 
when I was 14 was like my drug of choice. Yeah, but you know what they call uh, it in France? Royale with cheese? That's a quarter pounder. They don't have the, they have the metric system, which nobody understands. Um, after I had it, I had the worst gas for like a week. It's just terrible, 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 terrible. So note to self, no need to go back there. But I was curious about the, the Mac and Cheetos thing. And uh, sadly, it is, I think, gone from around here now. Yeah, well, they're pretty positive about it on the um, Frank and Eric eat stuff. Even that seemed to be a little overcooked. But they give it a, a, a good thumbs up. But, yeah, it's one of those foods that America will have, and I don't think they'll bring it down here to our um, our version of Burger King, which we've mentioned before. It's Hungry Jack's, but, yeah. so. Yeah, it's a very uh, America kind of thing. Yeah, you know, it's like all right, you got mac and cheese, which is already caloric and fatty enough. Let's deep fry it. That makes sense. Well, and Cheetos. Well, that's that's every food in America, isn't it? Let's see if we can deep fry this. Like when you Pretty get much. you go to those fairs. Let's deep fry this. Let's deep fry. A... <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. Deep fried butter is a thing. It exists. Deep fried butter. Deep fried. Oh. Deep-fried Mars bars started in um, the UK. Um, deep-fried Coke. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, it always shows up on on down here. We get to see, you know, deep-fried this and that when you go to these fairs. And I think they just try to outdo every year. They just go, well, we did this last year. Let's try this. Let's deep-fry my hand. Oh, that didn't work. <laughs> deep-fried human. <laughs> It's what's for dinner in America. I shouldn't be talking down. It's my country. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after I had a, I, I tried when I was back when I was working at the blood bank. Um, deep fried guy, blood. Deep fried blood. No. Um, one of the guys that was in, I was working in the distribution department for a while. And one of the guys brought in uh, some deep fried Snickers. And talk about one of the most disgusting Made me feel just nauseous things ever. That that oh my god, it was it was it was terrible. I I don't need to try it again. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Well, I've I've never tried a deep fried Mars bar, and they've been around for over ten years now. I think and it, it started in um in uh, UK in um England, so it started there and it started flooding around the world and. I think you can find it, you know, there's certain places here in Australia you can get it, and I still haven't tried it, but everyone reckons it's great. I'm like, eh, maybe not. I like my Mars bars frozen, actually. Get a Mars bar, throw it in the freezer. And it, oh, yeah. I've done that with Snickers bars. Yeah, well, Snickers. not the Snickers ice cream, but actually Snickers bars. Yeah, Snickers bars and Mars bars. Oh, yeah, you freeze them. Oh, yeah, so good. Oh. Uh, you know... I think it's about that time. Wait, it is that time. Drop your... Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for Random. So angry. Angry... Which, Which I can hear it, by the way. You can? I can. Oh, excellent. Let's hope that sticks around when we get our um, other third co-host on in the future. You watch. Next time we get the third co-host on, it won't work. Anyway. Right. And the other thing, I realized I haven't got a song ready for the other show, but anyway. Let's... Uh-oh. I can look as we talk. YouTube's my friend. Uh, so, yes, thank you, lovely Maybellina, for the... Uh, continual flow of questions. So uh, this week, first question: Do you have a useless talent? I'm pretty sure all my talents are useless. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasting. <laughs> I don't know. Useless talent. Yes, I know where she's coming from. In what sense that it's it's beneficial for other people, or is it just makes me amused? Oh, actually, well, I mean, I, I can roll my tongue. Either way. There you go. And roll it together. There's only like a certain percentage of people in the world can actually roll it one way and the other way and actually turn it into like a little tube. If you can hear that. I, 
I can do the tube, but I can only do to the left. Or the left. Right. Tube. I can't really do to the right. No. I can wiggle my ears too. Without your fingers? Without my fingers. I'm doing it right now. You know, it works well on an audio medium, but yeah. <laughs> I can hear it. No, I can't. I can hear your tongue, but I can't hear your ears. Mm -hmm. There you go. I think that's exactly what she had in mind. Um, which actually changes my answer because originally I got this weird knack of, of sensing time. Like no matter where it is, where I'm at, what I'm doing, I, I know what time it is without having a clock on me. Cause I've never worn a watch in my life. I, I tried when I was a kid and I, I hated having something on my wrist, even one that was a little transformer hated it. So I've never worn a watch. So once I got a cell phone, it was nice cause I had a, a clock handy, but it got to the point where I could just tell what time it was without having to have a watch on. That's what I was originally going to say. But after you mentioned your tongue thing, I can maneuver both eyebrows up and down at will. So I can go along with the music and my brother and my sister can do it too. So my mom, when we're, when we're all together on rare occasions, when we're sitting down at meals, we'll, we'll all do that. And uh, she always gets a kick out of it. Yeah, I can do that too. Uh, what's the other thing I was going to say? You can't remember now. Uh, yeah, so useless talents, yeah. Like, all right. Yep, moving on. All right, second question and last question. And this actually, unintentionally, I picked these out before we started. It ties in nicely with something else we were talking about. Um, which holiday would you get rid of? Hmm. I have Easter and Christmas, really, for us. There's not like Halloween or... We don't. I'm not getting rid of the Queen's birthday holiday weekend. Get me a day <laughs> off. I'd, I'd like to have more fireworks, but we're not allowed to have them anymore. Right? No. No. Honestly, I'd say get rid of Halloween for us down here in Australia, only because it's not technically Halloween for us. We've had this conversation before. Right. How it's meant to be for whatever it is. Yes, it was six months ago. For us, that certain part of the, the year where it, where it was meant. But yeah, I actually would get rid of Halloween because it annoys the shit out of me. Because it's just another American thing that's just taken over Australia. And that's no offense to any Americans. But yeah, we get we get too Americanized down here sometimes. And yeah, like, I'll, let me think. Yeah, uh, by, in one month's time, I'll guarantee you we'll start seeing Halloween shit in shops here. So, and the reason is, I, it's an American thing, and I have nothing against Halloween. It's it's not an Australian thing, and yes, I'm pretty protective of my Australianism, but yeah, that's a Halloween for us, not for you, for us. It's just it's not an Australian thing. So yeah, because it's become pretty big down here. I'm offended. Well, I'm offended by your offension, offensiveness. <laughs> I, that, that that makes me a little sad just because it's like I never my favorite time of year. Yeah, I, I would love to get into it. I'd love to come over and be over in America on Halloween and enjoy it. I have nothing against Halloween. It's just, it's never been an Australian thing. It was never nothing when I was growing up. Never heard right. it. And it was only like in the 90s, it slowly crept in. A couple of people started doing it. And it just grew from there. And it's just... It's taken over. Like, as soon as Halloween's around, every shop, like, you go into Kmart and Target and every shop, Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. I know what it is to make money, you know, sell your bullshit, right. you know. Yeah. I know what it is. I know. I get it. And I appreciate Halloween. If I lived in America, I'd appreciate it. But no, I'd love to go to a Halloween party in America, not in Australia. So, there you go. There's my answer. Um, for me, I think, and we touched on this a little bit uh, a few weeks ago, but not for the aspect of getting together with family and enjoying a meal and kind of hanging out and being a family, but 4th of July, I mean, primarily just because of the, the, the people <laughs> before and after and during that, that feel it's their right as an American to uh, light up as many fireworks as possible at all hours of the day and night. Um, in a in a city or a country or not a country in a state that's the word I'm looking for in a state where it's illegal, um, and it just 
annoys it just it's more annoying than anything yeah so i'd rather just get rid of it and make it like just a family day to get together and yeah sands of fireworks yeah you're sick of people blowing a little part of their country up right if you love it so much quit blowing it up quit blowing it up well it's going to be blown up if fucking donald trump gets in fucking anyway we'll leave that alone america america yeah but you know, I feel bad saying that because, you know, uh, granted, it's it's the, the the celebration of our birth of our nation. And, and I got to support that because I love my country. But at the same time, be a little bit more respectful of other people. <laughs> I think yeah. that's all it is. Well, it, um, it's the same with Australia Day. That's that's turned into a political debate now. We can't call it Australia Day. It's Invasion Day. And and, and all these, seriously, I'm, well, I'm part both ends, you know, Aboriginal and um, I come from, you know, English Lay stock. Down Under? Yeah, well, that's the song I'm going to play. Don't blow up my song. Damn uh, it. Yeah, I thought, fuck it, we haven't played it a while. We're going to play that today. But, um, yeah, it's it's all these Australian people, like people who go, I'm Australian, and they go, cause so much drama on Australia Day, you know, it's our country, and make us look like fucking idiots. So, and wearing the flag like a bloody cape and... It's a day of like celebration and coming together. Yes, I understand Australia was invaded, and but we've got to respect everybody in this country anyway. Anyway, we try to stay away from political stuff here. So, yeah. Well, and and Arbor Day can eat a dick while they're at it. Arbor Day? What? Eleventh to the eleventh? I'm kidding. That is. What? Would you call? We call it Remembrance Day down here. Eleventh of the eleventh in November. Uh, on the eleventh day just, of the eleventh month, at the eleventh hour, we stop. I don't know. If it's I like, just I always think of Arbor Day as being the day we celebrate the trees. The trees, yeah. The arborist, yeah. Arbor Day. Wow, there's a song about that. I wish I could find it. Arbor Day. Oh, no, I can't spell for shit. So what's Arbor? <laughs> don't ask me. Arbor Day, A R B O R D A Y. Why now? Anyway, oh, no, don't worry. Um, we'll just stick the land down under for today. <laughs> I haven't played <laughs> if it. There's in a an while. Arbor Day song. I would. There is. Look. An, oh, it's mineral oil song. It really? It mentions Arbor Day. Yeah. Wow. I really do learn stuff on this show every week. Yeah, it's the strangest thing. I don't know if it's actually called Arbor Day, but yeah, it's mentioned in the line. That's funny. Yeah, oh, Not like ha-ha funny, but... No, Minol were pretty much like, um, I wouldn't say protest band, but yes, they brought up issues. Just, you know, They got songs right. like Power and the Passion, uh, Beds Are Burning. They're all about, you know, Issues in Australia, like Dead Heart. That's songs about the Aboriginals and you know, Forgotten Years. So, but I've played Me Not Oil recently. Anyway, I want to play Land Down Under today. We haven't heard it for a while. It's suitably fitting. Yes, and why not? And if people don't realise, no, I don't find it a cliche. I don't find the song offensive. I like the bloody song. So, yeah, and it gets brought up. You can stick your fosters up your ass. Don't mention that to me. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah. Land Down Under. Oh, down Under is it? Well, I don't know if it's actually called Land Down Under or just Down Under. Because it just says Down Under here when I'm looking at it, But everyone calls it Land Down Under anyway. Well, thank you, Maybellina, for the questions. We appreciate it as usual. And uh, that brings us to the end of R is for Random. That's right. So as we mentioned before, contact us at 661-434-5956. I'll say that again. <laughs> 661-434-5956 or 661-434-KWJO.com. And that's where you can send oh, your voices. Voice. Yeah, sorry, I'm losing it. If you record on your phone with your voicemail, the voice recording app, yeah, send it there. Ah, there we go. There you go. Yeah, got you it did out. It. Yay! And check out the podcast collective, as we mentioned before. Check all the fine shows out there. All right, and coffinjocast dot com. 
There we go. Right. So, next week we're off, people. Joel's off to oh, Gen yeah. Con. I'm off to go check out a Holden show. Holden, which you know is GM over there. Uh, yeah, there's a car show going on next weekend. There's a buy and sell meet on the Saturday. On the Sunday, there's a buy and sell meet and a car show. So, my dad invited me a few weeks ago. And we conf I confirmed with him on Friday that, yep, we're still going. So, next Sunday, I'm getting up nice and early because we've got to travel up to the Hawkesbury area. And we're going to check out some Holdens. And if anyone knows, I'm a Holden man. Go the Holdens. So, you will see that on my Facebook. And maybe my Instagram if I decide to use Instagram. But, yeah. Your Instagram? What? Instagram. Oh, yeah. see what I did there? Yeah. It's a new website I'm starting. Nice. So, yep. So next Sunday, no show next week. And the following week, we're going to have... Who we got in two weeks, Joel? We got Jonathan back from Landfall. He uh, hasn't been on in a while, and I hit him up to see if he had anything to promote. And he said, nope. And I said, do you want to come on anyway? And he's like, hell yeah. So we good to have him back. We're going to get Jonathan on. Excellent. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening. We will be back in two weeks. Two weeks. Sorry. <laughs> Trying to do a Narnie thing from um, shit, you know, the movie, just Mars movie, where Arnie goes to Mars. Uh, can, you lost me. Oh, God damn it. Uh, yeah, when Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to Mars. Oh, Total Recall. Total Recall. That's what I was doing. Two weeks. All right. So, yeah, no one's getting it. When he's in there with that mask, and they ask how, he's, how long is he staying? Two weeks. I got you now. Okay. Yeah, so I have to explain the joke, and it's not worth it now, is it? Oh, God. Anyway, here's men at work with Land Down Under, the place where I come from. Good night, everyone. Goodbye.
dirty, dirty, dirty boy. Wow, wow, wow. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.